This is a Brain Bites episode. We share two quick ideas we learned this week to help you leverage your brain for a better life. And always remember, make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so that you never miss a Brain Tools episode. It's time to level up your brain. Let's get cracking. It's Brain Bites 26, and I want to start with a conversation that I actually had with a friend over the weekend. And he is ecstatic at the moment, super, super excited to start a new company. He was showing me all the logos, which actually looked really good, you know, building of the website, all the different things around it, some business cards even got printed. The aesthetics were awesome. And the passion, to be honest with you, was admirable. It actually inspired me a little bit, but I'll be frank. I didn't really understand the company or the purpose of the company. Not in a, uh, I'm having a crack way, just in a, I simply didn't. And when we got into the weeds of it, you know, asking what problem does it solve? Does it actually solve a problem? What's the solution set? And when we dived into this question, it became really clear that my friend, who I love dearly, was building something that didn't even solve a problem they were experiencing. And it dawned on me that what's happened to my friend, what's happened to me is that we can get so infatuated with the idea of something, in this case, the idea of creating a company and thinking of a product that they think people in the world will want, that we forget what they actually do want. And we try and get it right the first time that I'll create this organization, I'll create this solution. It will work so well the first time that we don't realize that the most meaningful way to go about this is through trial and error. It's meaningful iteration that we can improve things over time. It may take, I don't know, six to 12 months to create something. But by the time that time passes and you haven't put it out in public, the product might not be relevant at all. And for those of you that are thinking, yes, this is exactly in the lean startup by a guy called Eric Rees and the concept of a minimum viable product. And it's essentially a version of a new product, which allows any team or any company to collect the maximum amount of validated learning about a product, its market, and its customers. It's just a fancy way of saying, hey, build something that has features, but you can actually put to market and test so you can get some feedback. And the concept I actually want to talk about is less about the outcome. They talk about minimum viable product. I want to talk about minimum viable action, which I believe is a more important lead indicator that if you execute, obviously leads to the minimum viable product. And taking this whole concept, it's essentially about building in public. So you know what you're building is actually going to be used and wanted by your target audience. It's the idea of I build something, I then test it, and then I learn from it. It's this constant feedback loop that is essentially a unit of learning. And this lean methodology, which is coined from the Toyota days, essentially means that you don't waste lots of time, money, and resource, and you bring the user, your customer, into the building process. And so therefore the minimum viable action doesn't just mean in starting a company, it actually can apply in all aspects of human life. It's the number or rather the minimum number of actions you need to take to build the minimum viable product and therefore learn. So adopting this mindset from a neuroscientific lens actually helps you overcome cognitive overload. When there's too much to process, too much to handle, when I've got to create this amazing product, this amazing creation, our brain, and obviously you, become overwhelmed. And that is the thing that leads to inaction. And if you don't act on something, then how can you learn from it? And you know that as we've spoken about so many times on this podcast, it's all about self-directed neuroplasticity. In order to impact change of state, you need to actually act, which is obviously pretty key. So what are some examples that 
do paint a bit of a picture of this minimum viable action. First one, going for a run. You don't actually need to run a marathon. Imagine a marathon is your final quote unquote product, but you don't actually have to run that straight away, do you? Nor do you have to do 10Ks. You could just run 100 meters down the road. You finish, you see how you feel, and then you go again. And then you might do 200 meters the next time, 300 meters the next time, but it's the minimum viable action that can then get you to that final product. The next one, very timely given we're doing it right now, starting a podcast. You don't have to create a podcast plan of 100 episodes. That's personally for me even overwhelming. You don't even know if you're going to like the process, the research that comes behind it, most importantly, the editing, trust me, that's annoying, and all the things that come with it. Why not just one episode? Why not just a plan of five episodes and then you reconvene and say, hey, if I get to the fifth episode and I hate this process, I'm not going to go ahead with it anymore. Dunzo. But then it might be the start of something that you can obviously build upon time. And the last one to take full loop of what my friend's going through is starting a company. Instead of going all in, you know, quitting your job, you can start as a one day a week side hustle. And maybe, maybe after doing, I don't know, 100 days, 100 units of learning, it might end up being equal to the pay of your full-time job. Now, I know there's a lot of talk about the whole idea of risking everything or your risk appetite of going all in, and there's a time and a place for it, for sure. But if you don't have to do that, then why jump all the way in when you can dip your toes in and then eventually get into the water itself? So if we get practical here, what you can do in your life is, I think, I don't know, maybe I'll give two. I'll, I'll, I'll bracket as two. The first one is asking yourself, what is the smallest action I can take to learn about the idea that's in my head? It changes things from fantasy land, more of a dreamland, which is nice and cozy, into a more practical action. And it then allows you to have what is a data point of learning. You can try essentially before you buy. And as we said, the main thing you're trying to do is get action involved so then you can get the feedback loop of how you feel doing it and if it's actually a useful thing to do. The second thing this idea of minimum viable action does, it allows you to think about leverage. We had a a mental model episode on that earlier, which you can obviously go check out. But instead of thinking of all the hundred different actions you may need to do to achieve the outcome you want, just think, what are the most important actions I need to execute to achieve that outcome? And when you do that, when you put that quote unquote gun to your head, it might only be five or 10. They might be really difficult actions, don't get me wrong, but it's still the minimum viable action. And it allows you to work smart and hard. And so as I close Brain Bites 26, the key thing here is that you learn. It's the old adage I think that James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits, that if you get 1% better every single day from an action, then you end up 37 times better at the end of the year. And what it is saying here is that the person who has the highest rate of learning is normally going to end up quote unquote winning. I'd rather personally have 365 units of learning because I've tried something every single day than one unit of learning from something that I release six months later. And then that's Brain Bites 26. We'll see you next time. We hope you love this Brain Bites episode. If you wanted to support us, the best way is to add a screenshot of it to your Insta story or to share it in a WhatsApp group with friends or share the link to someone you think might benefit from it. We'll see you next time.